Hey, Adam, did you hear the yeah. story about uh, the frog walking into the bank? No. He, he, wa he walks up and he says, hey, my name's Kermit Jagger, and I want to get a loan. And the woman behind the counter says, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Patty. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but we don't loan money to frogs. Kermit says, oh, okay. Well, tell you what, it's, it, it's, not, it's okay. I bought this family heirloom as collateral. And I hate to throw this out there, but my dad is Mick Jagger. Patty says, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have to get a manager's approval. She goes to the back and manager calls over and he says, what seems to be the problem, Miss Wack? To which Patty says, the, this frog came in for a loan. He gave me this ceramic elephant as collateral. He says his dad is Mick, Mick Jagger. This is highly unusual. And I don't know what to do at this point. The manager just sighs and rolls his eyes and says, Oh, for God's sake, it's a knickknack, Paddywhack. Give, give the frog alone. His old man's a rolling stone. That was lovely. Thank you, Dave. Hit my music. Brothers, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. Dave and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day. Talking to your ear holes about midi-chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden of the South They're brothers from different mothers But they're both really proud To be unrelated at birth And welcome into Unrelated at Birth As always, you've got the one, the only, the golden voice of the South The human jukebox, Dave Adams Coming to you recorded and in living color All the way from the top of the state of Alabama That's right, in Madison, Alabama In the Unrelated at Birth podcast studios and as always i have brought along my friend from the very safe hopefully the very dry lakeland florida the one the only the phenomenal brother mr adam joseph russell it's been a little too dry i know i shouldn't say that because then god will say something our say, way but it's been a little too dry considering what we why we didn't record last week i'm a little glad it's dry yeah i agree no we um we saw rain for a couple of days thanks to Adelia, which there were no Vidalia jokes, and I was very Vidalia. disappointed. Vidalia, <laughs> girl, won't you tell me why? Uh, that's that deep cut. I'm telling you, man, that's way back. Sweet Vidalia. Oh, I'm glad you're singing. Already? Thank you. Dude, I got to hit started. the button. I got to hit the button, and I got to stop the song. And I'm going to put you on the You know, can I, can I be honest with you? I struggle. One of the reasons I haven't pushed it is we've been going so well and the topics have worked and everything was really smooth the last couple episodes. I honestly struggle to think about what to talk about to waste five minutes or less of your time. Um, so how about, the, how about the overnight oats I made um, this morning for breakfast? that I've got four more prepped because I'm starting to meal prep and my wife and I are doing Noom and stuff like that. And it's uh, almond milk, oats, some uh, cinnamon, 
banana and vanilla. You blend the banana and the vanilla and the milk together, and then you put it in, you let it sit there. And it was quite a good breakfast. I was, I was actually shocked. And, um, and uh, I've got four more lined up. I could send you a picture if you want to see it, Dave. But um, it was really good. It had a good consistency to it. It was nice, and it was actually cold instead of hot, which is a little bit different for oatmeal, but I enjoyed it. And um, I wasn't hungry for uh, quite a couple hours after I ate it. It was quite filling and, and nutritious. And Noom says most of it was in the yellow and green. And um, that, that's, that's the randomness I, I have to talk about. You can, you can put the book down. I'm done. I'm not going to waste that much of your time. But I will say one thing you have to make sure you do, though, is get the regular almond milk. Don't get the unsweetened stuff or else it'll come out tasting literally like a little mason jar of wet cardboard. Would it and one like teaspoon of cinnamon. Hang on. I'm not. Hang on. One teaspoon or so of cinnamon is probably the best ratio. Make sure your bananas are ripe. That adds to the sweetness, too, without adding any calories to it. So there you go. Oh, and I bought the nesting jars from Target. So they store well. Yeah. Can I They're only about $20 or so. Go ahead, the look so on your face way, right now says one anyway, thing. Wait, the the any, look on your face right now says emotional damage. Go ahead. I'm having too much fun with that thing. <laughs> um, wow. All right. So you're welcome. For those everybody. are yeah, we got a couple of stories to tell, and then we're going to get into the uh, am I the drama stuff. Uh, we we have to change it up just a little bit because we're we we're not going to say the am I the a hole on on this show. Please don't. Which, you know, it's it. That's what it is on Reddit. But it, it was just fun, fun little stuff to do. Uh, but fun we got theme. a couple stories to 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 talk about. Wasn't there one story you said you wanted to talk about on the show? Was there a story I said I wanted to talk about? Any, there might not be. But I don't I've think got a so. couple. I don't think so. If you got one, go ahead. So, all right. So I got two queued up. Uh, we two. We're doing this. Yeah. Who approved? We're that? doing this. Who approved this? The host of the show. Oh, okay. We're doing this about an hour late uh, <laughs> this week and probably for the next four weeks uh, oh, because look, it's for a good cause. I know it is for a very good cause. <laughs> so we record on Tuesday nights as, as you all are very well aware. And uh, Tuesday nights is now when Ahsoka comes out. Well, last week due to your, your hurricane issues, um, we uh, almost issues. I, Almost issues, which you didn't have any. Thank goodness. Yes. Uh, um, I turned Ahsoka on and, and said, Ellie, let's watch Star Wars together. And she was all excited to sit in my lap, watch Star Wars. It was it was a cool thing we shared together. But this tells you how the generation gap goes. And I hate to sound like back in my day kind of parent. But honestly, the story is over. Episode three ends. The credits are rolling. And Ellie turns back and looks at me and says, all right, let's go to the next show. Next episode, I said, Ellie, not that's so not fast. the way this works. That's not the way this works, honey. We have to wait till next Tuesday night. She says, "I want to know where the portal leads. Why, why, why can't I watch it? What are they doing?" I said, "Honey, welcome to 1990s and 2000s TV watching." That's right. And then I went, and then I went and told her the story about 24. Yeah. <laughs> and how 24? Once that clock beep, goes, beep, <laughs> beep, yeah. Beep. absolutely you, you want to throw your remote control at the tv because your heart's about to stop 
Um, so she learned uh, the episodic television uh, thing tonight and last week. Uh, tonight also ended on a cliffhanger, which, of course, you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I posted a, a non-spoiler uh, spoiler in the Unrelated at Birth Facebook group tonight, and most of the people will see it. And will probably guess what it is, but uh, yeah, it was a very, very, very good ending for me. <laughs> Uh, my other uh, fun story. Well, okay. fun Ooh, is relative. It's here. fun in air quotes. Yeah, fun. So you know the picture I posted on Saturday of what I was smoking, right? Wings. Those wonderful Nashville hot wings. They were very good. Found out Amanda doesn't like uh, Nashville hot seasoning because mm. uh, she thinks it's a little too hot. She said the flavor's good when I tasted it <laughs> because the when you were burning the roof of my mouth off. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but uh, the wings got a little too hot, to be honest with you, um, because so uh, I had them on the smoker for about two hours. And the last 10 minutes of that, I was going to crank my smoker up to about 500 to to get a good char on them. Right. About two minutes into that, I look back at my smoker and there are flames about six feet high. Oh, my coming gosh. out of my smoker. Apparently, Please tell me it wasn't on your porch. Apparently, <laughs> I had opened up. I had opened up the searing plate wow. to to try to get some good sear on it, and apparently, some of the grease from the uh, the chicken wings dripped into the yeah. pellet tray. Yeah, and uh, yeah, luckily we had a fire extinguisher handy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy a new smoker this weekend. The wings were great, but. <laughs> Did you eat the fire extinguished wings? No, no, no. I was oh. able to pull the wings out <laughs> okay. before I fire were, Wait, you reached into six-foot flames to rescue the food before you hit it with a fire extinguisher? Dude, I had 10 people at my house. Wow. I, I'm a professional cook. <laughs> professional. I'm also fireproof. <laughs> I didn't say I was fireproof, <laughs> but <laughs> I wow. definitely needed to have some food for all the people at the house. So. Fancy. You so you're just sitting there chilling with nine other people, and then you're just all of a sudden like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> what was that noise? Oh, it's a fire. <laughs> Words were said. Words were said. Oh, I love it. Words like fire and fire. Uh, other other four letter words. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. It is very funny that fire is a four letter word, isn't it? Yeah. I'm I'm not I don't mean to make light of it, Dave. I'm laughing because you're laughing. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Oh no, it was it's fine. I wanted a new smoker anyway. Oh, but... so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I wish it didn't happen that way. Um. So yeah, love it. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. So those are my two fun stories for the weekend. Cool. Good times. Yeah, it was the best time. of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> and then I got to buy a new smoker, and it was the best of times again. It will be here on Thursday. Nice. You know, you're buying a lot of stuff and have it shipped to your house right now. You're like an online shopping like guru. Talk about the other thing you bought. Let's let's. Oh, you want you want to talk about the uh, the Samsung Frame TV TV that I bought? Yeah, Uh, it's it's up in the the living room right now. We put it together tonight. Nice. Uh, It is amazing. You know those the Samsung frames that you see on TV. They they truly are as amazing as they look at at Best Buy. The picture's beautiful. It's a QLED TV. Yeah. Uh it's easily the best TV I have. I kind of wish I could take it down to my 
my uh, football watching room and bring it down here and then bring that TV upstairs, but I'm not going to mess it up. See, they, um, you were talking about how they have content packs, right? Because when oh, yeah, you turn yeah, it yeah. off, it displays art. Yeah. Right. So I could, I could put Star Wars. I could put any Disney frame. They need a Daniel Moore. My own. If you well, can upload your own, some Daniel Moore I stuff. I can upload cool. my own. There you go. Yeah. So yeah. during football season, there might be some Daniel Moore. Do you have to render it in, I guess you would have to render it in that 16 by 9. Yeah, but mo right. it's it's what most uh, artwork is in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's so. cool. Yeah, um, it's funny. I'm still waiting on mine. We <laughs> went to this this show called Infocom, which is like all the digital media people in the world show up at this, and a lot of the companies come with their best technology. So we actually four years ago it was pre COVID saw the frame right. when it was brand new. And the president of Samsung promised us, me, me for our lab, promised us a frame. And I'm still waiting yeah, on it. I'm still probably waiting COVID on it. Killed, COVID How about a Disney 100 that. frame, sir? You, you owe me. So if you're listening, <laughs> I'm sure you are. Mr. I've been Samsung. Waiting. I've been waiting. We're waiting. I say anyway. I'll, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, before we start the drama stuff, do you want to slide in? Virgil, ask yeah. a question. Let's ask, uh, let's ask Virgil, ask a question. All right, here we go. Want to hear? All right. Here we go. What? <laughs> Nothing? You know, that sounded like there I was mean, something there. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I, okay. I didn't know if you were going to cut it or not. All right, here we go. <laughs> Virgil, ask a question. I don't hey know. Guys, here's this week's Virgil, ask a question. You would think that the missing eyebrows would be a dead giveaway as to the identity of the woman who posed for the Mona Lisa. How many eyebrowless ladies could have been wandering around Italy back then? That is not the question. As it turns out, quite a few. It was a popular it's kind look of funny at the that time. we're talking art. crazy yeah. Renaissance women. The leading theory has always been that Lisa is Lisa Chiradini the wife of wealthy Florentine silk merchant Francisco del Corincondo. The untitled painting was often called La Cayogonda, which literally means the happy woman, but can also be read as play on the name Giacondo. If you're wondering what the more popular title means, Mona is simply a contraction of Madonna, or my lady in Italian. The title is the equivalent of Madame Lisa in English. Vasari was infamous for trusting word of mouth, so there's a possibility he got it wrong. Therefore, historians have proposed many alternative Lisas, including Leonardo da Vinci's mom, various Italian noble women, a fictitious ideal lady. Some have believed that the painting is a disguised portrait of Leonardo himself, noting that his features to other self-portraits resemble Lisa's. Well, in 2005, Armin Schlechter, a manuscript expert at Heidelberg University Library in Germany, closed the case. While looking through one of the books in the library's collection, a very old copy of Cicero's letters, 
Schlechter discovered notes in the margin that were written in 1503 by a Florentine city official, Augustino Vespucci. Vespucci, knew, who knew Leonardo, described some of the paintings in which the artist was working at the time. One of the mentions of the portrait of Lisa del Ciacondo. So my question is, who do you think is the real Mona Lisa? So this isn't a real trivia question. It's just give me your opinion. Yeah, yeah. it's a change of pace. I, I've always subscribed to the, I think it's Leonardo in woman form. I agree. And I agree mostly because that's the most interesting possibility. It's yeah. like, oh, it's a portrait of some wife of some dude he knew. That's not Leonardo's style. No, it's not. His <laughs> so, style is, yeah. Yeah. I do think it's funny, though, just if you track all of that and look where the, the case was closed by someone who wrote notes in the margin, if, if you just wrote something on a piece of paper and hid it somewhere, whether or not it's true or not, somebody could discover it hundreds of years from now. And it could potentially shape history, Dave. So, <laughs> You know, okay, so I, tangent. Here tangent, you go. here we go. Thank, I love thank it. you, Virgil. You brought us down a tangent. I was listening to, I guess it was John Chris. I was watching the latest John Chris uh, comedy special. Yeah. He said, you know, you read through the Bible, and uh, you know, when it's, it's the non-major players in the Bible, when they get mentioned, it's, you know, Christ met the man on the road to Aramaeus, or, or he met the, the, the eunuch, or, or this or that or that. Yeah. Imagine if Christ came to the world today, and you met him at a Hooters <laughs> parking lot. You would be forever known in history as man from Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> and people would know enough these days, too, to be able to track down who you were. Right. Specifically, exactly. <laughs> you would not so, stay anonymous. For the rest of, of creation, oh. Christ witnessed to man from Hooters. <laughs> I just wanted some wings. <laughs> oh, I love oh, man. it. That's good. Mm, that, would, that, that would make a clip right there. Right. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So, Adam, I think it is time to read Am I the Drama or Am I the A-Hole? However you want to No, drama. It. We're going to go with drama. Okay. Don't am make I me edit too much. Come on. Okay. I want to go first because okay. I would like to hear your reaction to this story. Okay. Okay. Am I the Drama? This yes. happened around three months yes. ago. Always. English is not this person's first language. Okay. The house was looking rather messy, so I decided that my entire family would do a big deep clean of the house. Everyone seemed to agree except for my 14-year-old son. <laughs> he said he'd clean next week, but that he had to work on something right now. I told him that he had to clean because his room was really too messy. There were clothes everywhere. His desk looked like a war zone. His bed wasn't made, etc., etc., etc. A typical 14-year-old. Right. But yet he still refused. I told him that if he doesn't clean his room, I would throw away his entire coin collection. He told me threats don't work on me and that he had to work on something for school right now. Mm. Well, it wasn't a threat. It was a promise. 
The next day, I threw his entire collection in the trash. He came downstairs a few hours later to ask where it was, and he freaked the crap out when I told him I had thrown it away. He said that I owed him thousands of dollars worth of coins, that I was the worst father ever. How could I do this over some stupid, stupid cleaning? But then everything went downhill the past months. He refused to eat. He barely sleeps. He skipped school, and his grades have gone down. My wife said that what I did was completely out of line and that we owe him those few thousands dollars, few thousand dollars worth of coins. She also told me to mention that she also told me to mention that those coins were a sentimental value to him because a large chunk of them were from his grandfather Mm. who inherited them from his father who had inherited them from his dad. At this point, I don't know what to do. Hold up. I lost my place. (laughs) At this point, I don't know what to do. Please help me. I'm at a loss. My wife is furious at me. My entire family thinks it was a large overstep. I think it was justified, to be honest. Mm. Am I the drama here? Wow. So let's think about this. First thing. He inherited them from his grandfather. Right. So that's means they were at least from the not just his grandfather 50s. No, hang on, I'm working my way back. And yeah. then his grandfather and then his father. So let's say 30 years. Let's be let's be conservative. 3 generations of collecting coins adds up to about 100 years. So some of these were at Civil this point, War. well at this point you're talking early 1900s, late 1800s, right? Right. Um if they were of sentimental value and handed down then yes. I think that was the wrong move. Do I agree with the need for an object lesson that consequences are real. Yeah. But if honestly, if he was already at the point where the child felt comfortable pushing back the way he did, this, this war was started to be lost a long time ago. Right. And if you took something a sentimental and B, if it meant something to him in terms of free time, then I can understand why he would start not caring about stuff. So I would say, yeah, dude's the drama. He got, he thought, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tough dad from Super Nanny or something. <laughs> and I think right, he just right. went a little too far. Take him away, maybe. Sure. Now, I'll let you share your opinion on that and then I have one more point. Go ahead. So, so here's what I would do I wouldn't throw them away. Yeah. But I would put them in a trash bag, trash bag, make sure the child saw the trash bag and move the trash bag and hide the trash bag. Make the kid think I threw them away. So, lie then to your child. When do what? So lie to your child. <clears throat> Two wrongs don't make a right, Dave. But it's not. <laughs> so here, here in what you're saying fundam- is it's misdirection, right? Right. So herein lies the fundamental question: When is spare the rod, spoil the child? When is the rod too far? And as a parent, you have every right and every that's what I'm looking for. I say every mandate in the scripture okay. to, to punish your child. There is an overstep of punishment, though. Oh, there is. Yeah. I mean, you have to, I, you have to make sure it balances itself out. I and think at, at that point, yeah. I almost say that is mental manipulation. Mm. Yeah. Just because if it's sentimental value 
And it's something that, you know, let's say the dad's dad and that dad's dad mm. passed down for generation to generation. Then, yeah, it's that's tough, that's man. something. That's tough. But yeah, well, sentimental or not, even if he had collected them all himself, that's a lot of effort that he put into it. And right. I think that the, the first question is, is he the drama? Yes. The second question, should they reimburse him for them? If they had no. been collected by him, I would say probably not because that's their spare change, right? That's, right. you know, depending on if he, now if he worked and cut yards, because I've saved up for a coin or two before. And being a numismatist, I, say, I think this whole thing is a, the craziest thing that anyone ever did, and this man should be tarred and feathered. But well, that that, aside, that's why that's why I chose this. That one. aside, <laughs> I do think if they were inherited, let, let's think about this. If you went on the people's court, and the son was the plaintiff, hit the button, hit the button. Well, okay, there you go. There if go. it was on the people's court, and the son was the plaintiff, and the dad was the defendant, if you look at it from a personal property perspective if he inherited them and they were passed down to him then the dad doesn't have anything that he can actually do with it legally he's owed the value of those coins right when i would it ever get that far i don't know but depending on what they were my other problem with that if he threw them away let's just say they're like i've got one from from somewhere between 17 and 32 ad a shekel in my in my collection right. if you threw that in the trash that's history that can never be recovered because it's going to the dump this belongs in a museum. That's right. So do you. But no, that's, that's, that's my angle on it is I think that the, the kids got to understand his place. But if he was already back talking to them, they'd lost that battle long before coins were ever involved in this. Right. So I think he, he needs to own up that he's gone too far as a dad. Probably look at some kind of making it right because these were inherited and go from there. But yeah. I think it's a, a tough pill yes, to you're the drama, but you are also maybe vindicated in some of it. In the punishment, yes. Mm -hmm. But the punishment did not fit the crime. Oh, you're not going to clean your room? I'm going to take all of this stuff that your father's grandfather's grandfather's grandfather gave you and throw it in the garbage. That's not. I, so here, here's my other thing. What are we punishing the child for? Are we punishing him for not cleaning the room? Or are we punishing him for back-talking the parents as much as he did? Well, if he's using even school assignments to manipulate them back, there's something bigger yeah. going on there. But you literally had, like, you, you start from where you are today, and you've got the PlayStation and the iPad and the phone and the door to his room. You don't have a door in your room anymore. I'm going to make you sleep on the floor. And I would never make my children do that. But I'm just saying, you have, like, a million things that you could do punishment-wise, and you right. jump straight to the coin collection. Makes me wonder, is there some kind of, like jealousy factor he didn't get the coins handed down to him i don't, I don't know about that but I, i'm just saying I, I, I don't know you had a million that. other levels of punishment that you could do and you went straight for the one that's probably the dumbest one you could have picked so yeah 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 all right adam you're up let's see here which one do i pick um all right i'm gonna go with this one first okay am i the drama while reddit loads <laughs> For refusing what? to say I'm Native American when I'm not. Now, I picked this because I am one sixteenth, I think the math works out, Cherokee. I have a full-blooded Cherokee great-great-great-grandfather. So it says, you, um, I had a friend. Are you, are you an Indian outlaw? No, I'm not. Are I'm you? not half Choctaw. I'm just Cherokee. So, <laughs> so it Should says. Should baby a Chippewa? <laughs> 
She's one I don't of the think, kind. I don't think Blair is. I need to check. Um, it says, I had a friend who I'll call S. I found out recently that S has been telling her whole family. So this is the friend telling her own family, like her friend's so family. So a friend. Not- the friend is telling the friend's family that I'm Native American. In reality, I'm not. I have Cherokee in me, but that's it. I don't claim I am. And my fourth great-grandmother was full-blooded Cherokee. I don't have enough in me to be considered Native American. Yes, I take interest in Cherokee traditions and stuff like that, but I don't practice them myself since I feel it would be disrespectful. When her brother asked about it, I told him I'm not Native American. He then went and told the friend's family that the friend lied. Now I'm getting messages and calls from her mom calling me names, including Savage Monster. So the friend's mom. What? It's calling her, calling her names because she herself will not call herself Native American. My friends and my fiance's coworkers think I'm in the wrong. And so the fiance's coworkers are in this too. And I should have just went along with it since I, quote, look like I'm Native American. I don't look like I'm Native American. I have pale skin, bright bright blue eyes, light brown hair. And the only physical trait I got from the Cherokee in my family is my cheekbones. And I refuse to say I'm Native American when I'm not. And people are mad that I won't. So I think it's pretty clear she's not the drummer. No. <laughs> but it's just, no. this is more like, what? what is wrong with people? Why in the world would that even be a question? Here's Okay, Adam, please tell me that the consensus on Reddit was you are not the drama. The consensus on Reddit... Is yes, that you're not. Okay. Everybody, every, the, the consensus was, why do they care? We do not care. They should not care, right? right? That's we the consensus. And so I just right. th- I thought it was fascinating, the character study here of people getting offended because their daughter's friend won't call herself Native American. And it's like as focused as everybody is on identification and identity and things like that right now, right. how could anybody... And, and, See, and, and you've got the mom and the friend and the friend's brother and the fiance's coworkers. It's like, what is going on with this? What's wrong with the world today? <laughs> I know. So and she's been pestered by it so much, today. she went to Reddit to get clarity. It's like, come on, y'all. Anyway, I thought that by was By the way, okay. So if you, aren't, if, if you are on Reddit, which I don't know if, it, a, lot of our, if a lot of our listeners are, but if you're not on Reddit, just go to Reddit and go to am I the <clears throat> don't get trauma? Am I the butthole? But don't put butt, but the Okay, wait, th- I think they got it, Dave. Okay. I think they got it. Th- this is it's amazing. <laughs> it really is. All right, you want to go next or you want me to go again? Go ahead, because you've got more than I All do. All right, I'm so. gonna go with this one. I need to set the mood really quick. Hang on. Okay. So I'm I'm now going to be a rich 18-year-old male. So for context, our family's hired driver, hired driver, lives away from his home country, and recently one of his children died. After refusing to take a break is to not be alone with his thoughts too much. Me and my sister were running some errands with him. Now, while we were at the gas station, he started to quietly cry, which I didn't notice as I was on my phone (laughs) until my sister (laughs) sent me a text telling me to comfort him. Naturally, I responded saying that it really wasn't my place to comfort him and it would be better to give him space. 
We had a back and forth of me telling her this while she responded, telling me that I need to be human, feel sympathy, and that he has nobody else in the country, among other things. For some context, he has some close friends in this country, and he and I have no relationship with one another outside of him driving me around on errands. So which one of us is in the wrong here? I mean, I understand how much he's suffering, but I still don't think it's my place to reach out when we have no real connection to one another. Dude. Okay. First off, <laughs> I get it. You probably were the, the guy in college that, that drove the land yacht, lived in the big plantation-style house there with about 50 other guys, um, had three Greek letters on the back of that land yacht. Um, yeah, you're the drama. <laughs> you, you for sure, you for sure need to, cons- even if he's your employee, right? You talk to him daily. You <laughs> need to, to say, Hey dude, what's going on? You know, you're in the daggum car with him. <laughs> Literally. And you hear him crying. Come on. And here's the thing. The story says that he and his sister were running errands with him. The dude's crying in the car at the gas station, and they're texting each other in the back seat, like, you need to be nice to him. I'm not going to be nice to him. And they're texting. It's like, why couldn't she have done anything? She was there, too. Well, right. So she's part of the drama, too. Yeah, she put it but, on him to go comfort the guy, and it's like, no, well, you no, could have so, done it, too. So let's, let's go a little deeper into this. Okay. Maybe she doesn't ride around with him as much. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his personal driver. Well, it says our, or family's hired driver. But he okay. is 18 and she's 23, so she may be out of the house now. Right, exactly. he's been there. But he has no real connection to this mountain. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't put an care. Extra, I put an extra few pounds in your pay packet, young man. I hope you feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine having that problem, though? Our hired driver was crying. Oh, and I couldn't God, bring myself to comfort the man. At least be like, hey, dude, are you okay? I know it's rough. Yeah. Fist bump, you know, something. Right. Be awkward about it if you have to, but come on. Dude, you good? All right. Yeah. Sorry, man. (laughs) Is you good? (laughs) I think so we can all agree with this dude. One thing. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. I'm getting full use out of the board today, so. Good. Get used to it. Good. As you should. You're up to bat, Slugger. Dis, dis, dis. I could have gone that route with it. I could have been like, "Oh, driver, started crying the other day at the gas station." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that though. No, anyway. that probably wouldn't work. Um, all right, all right, all right. I am a male, sixty years old. Okay. I live with my two sons, mm. Jim, male twenty-two, and Todd, male twenty-four, as well as my wife and father. My dad is in his 90s, and he suffers from dementia Mm. and really just can't be left alone. I've been planning to take my wife out for lunch and on a date that will take about four to six hours. In just a moment, I have to pick for my fantasy football team. All right, we're good. Um, I I had asked Todd previously if he would be willing to babysit my dad, but he said he had plans with friends and he didn't want to. Fair enough. I did forget to ask Frank if, if he had plans, but yesterday morning I basically told him not to leave the house so that I could take his mother out. He objected and said he had an apartment tour scheduled with his fiance. An apartment? Mm-hmm. An apartment tour scheduled? Uh, scheduled an apartment tour. 
Oh, 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 oh. Scheduled. I got it. I told him just to reschedule it because, again, my dad can't be left alone. Well, Frank blew up at me. He said that I always make him cancel his plans at the last second. In parentheses, false. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong, because that's always good to to tell your child that you are uh, not not doing good. Sure, and that I just shove my plans on him and make him deal with them. Also false. I told him he's being childish and just push the tour until tomorrow. I know for a fact that the landlord will understand and that it won't be a huge deal. Whereas if my dad is left alone. He can harm himself mm. or others, yeah. and that is a much bigger deal. For sure. We ended up leaving, and he didn't go to the tour and just made his fiance do it all alone. He says she's angry at him, and he's angry at us, and now I'm angry at him for making it such a big deal. It's really not that long, just four to six hours, just a couple of hours. I take care of my dad almost entirely by myself. So I don't feel like I'm asking him for a huge sacrifice by comparison. Am I the drama? Hmm. Man, these fathers and son things, man. <laughs> Whew. I don't know. That's you've had time to process. What do you think? I, I need to I need to noodle on this <laughs> while you share your perspective. So I think both of them are the drama. I, I do think. Without just telling your 24... How old was the son? Just a second. Uh, Frank was 22. 22. So here's the deal. Frank, you're still living at home. You're out of college. You're still living under mommy and daddy's dime. I understand you have a fiance. But, Frank, you still live under mommy and daddy's roof. Mm. But at the same time, you are an adult, and the dad should have checked with him first. But he let the older son off the hook. Yeah. And the drama is with the the, the huh. other son. How about that? So, so are we to, are we to assume by this this uh, this this fight that Todd is the golden boy, mm. that Frank is the screw up? It's possible. Well, I don't understand. And again, you don't know all the details, but an apartment tour, sure, can be rescheduled, but so can a dinner res. I mean, it's not like they're eating at Space 220. Right, exactly. <laughs> or Cinderella's well, they, Royal they, Table, they never right? Know. This doesn't say it was in, if it was it, in it Orlando It could be, it could not. be. Well, this sounds like Orlando. Um, no, it actually doesn't. They didn't claim a national championship at any time during that. Um, no, I, I think... Um, I think they're both in the wrong. Uh, again, there seems to have been a break in this relationship before any of this happened. Right. But it feels like, hey, dudes, come here real quick. Me and your mom want to go out. I haven't taken her out in a while. What day coming up are y'all free? If I'm going to ask right. something of you, I'm going to make sure we work it out. Right. And I think it's right. the, well, this is my house and you're under my roof. And it's like, yeah, technically that's true. And I can imagine that if he's 22, they probably have had that conversation a couple of times. Right. Right. But I, the, the sentence that gets me and really makes me say both is the, I take care of my dad basically by myself. And it's like, okay, drama queen, come right, on. Right. 
Come on, you got a whole house full of people there. You mean to tell me you're the only one when he says, I'm thirsty, no one else will even budge but you. I don't believe that for a second. And that sounds like you're starting to keep score. And that lends it's itself to, well, score. I've watched him five times and you've not done it once and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, you're both, you're both in the wrong. Totally both. So The other thing, too. So I, I, I agree. The dad is in the wrong. I, I think sure. both of them are in the wrong. But the dad is more in the wrong if we're, if we're going to keep score that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, and let's put the onus on the child here for a second. Mm. You're 22. Yeah. Your brother's 24. Sure. Still living at home, knowing that your father and mother are having a hard time taking care of the 90-year-old grandfather. Yeah. I think that's the time to say, all right, I'm out. And yeah. this is, and, and now... This should have been done way before, but this is also where I'm going to applaud the 22-year-old because he he was making effort to leave, making effort to leave the house, but the dad almost seemed like he was impeding that effort. Yeah, yeah, it feels like it. Saying just reschedule it. I mean, you don't know how tough it was to get that. It may be a high-demand thing, and right. I mean, it happens all the time, especially in this market. I don't know how old this was, but you don't take a tour. You miss out on the one you wanted. It's gone tomorrow. Maybe right, going later exactly. that day, you know, so. Let's see, it was, let's see, it might have the date on it. It should have a time at the top. Um, right next to their username. Nope, I didn't save it long enough. Oh, it was oh. two days ago. Oh, there you go, see. Probably more important that he hits that <clears throat> appointment. Right. And you keep your reservation at the Akershus. Akershus. <laughs> if you're taking your wife... Of 30-something years in Akashur. Sweetheart, I'm going to take you around the world. Going on a world <laughs> tour. Roll tight. Roll tight? <laughs> All right. Ready? All right. Here's a, here's a fun, lighthearted one, okay? All right. All right. This is a 19-year-old female. I'm in a fairly tight-knit friend group of six people of similar age. All of us are 19 to 20. We've been friends for around three years. One of my friends, Max, has started a gaming YouTube channel. He has five... Cool. Sub- five subscribers, and he is convinced he's going to be a famous YouTuber one day. Sometimes me and my friends will play video games together while calling on our Discord server that Max is the admin of. Max has started recording these sessions to upload onto his YouTube channel, and he asked us before doing it, none of us mind. The issue is, the drama, is that the mic on my phone isn't the best, and sometimes it makes weird static noises. They aren't super loud, and people I'm talking to can usually still hear and understand me fine. Max has started kicking me from the Discord calls and not letting me join again because of the static noise because it will affect his YouTube video. (laughs) This has made me really angry. (laughs) And I told Max if he doesn't like it, he can buy me a new phone. He said it's not like I'm being excluded fully. I can still play video games with everyone, and I should be more supportive of his dreams. Some of our friends are 100% on my side, but the rest are refusing to get involved. Max and I ended up having a heated argument, and it ended up with me snapping at him and telling him he will never be a famous YouTuber, so he can just be a decent friend instead. Am I wrong here? Yeah, you are. What? I'm, I'm going on a limb. Yeah, you're wrong. The, it's, that, it's that snapping at him and saying you'll never be anything big, so shut up and just be a good friend. Mm. If if she had said he or she, sorry, had said, you know what, I hear you, I understand what you're saying. I'm going to get a new microphone, possibly, 
not not like I'm going to buy get... equipment to support your dream with your five no. subscribers. Okay, Adam, what did you do to support my dream? This is both of our thing. What are you talking about? Oh, this is your thing. Oh, no, no, I no, no. Let's see. You're sideline warning me. first. When sideline warning, when you first came on to sideline warning, yeah, yeah, that's true. You said, yeah, all right. I know it's your thing. But sure, I'll, I'll get some mic. I'll get a mic. I'll, I'll start start yeah. coming on with you. Yeah, you supported my dream and it became your thing. That is true. So, so yeah, I, I think you're the drama in this because if you really a good good friend you're not going to spend 50 60 300 on a mic like i've got but you might go and get a, a yeti snowball which is 30 bucks yeah, but all you really need is a good headset that that's one of the things here is you need a bluetooth headset or a wired headset which is 30 on the discord server right i mean yeah. it's not a big deal yeah it, i i think that I, I could argue it both ways because i understand the friend is really passionate about this and he just started it i would say I'll consider getting a microphone when you've been doing this for six months. Like, don't kick me off. You got five people watching. You can see how many views a video has. You don't even have any likes yet. The five subscribers are all of us. If this starts to take off and it's affecting people watching your videos, I will gladly do something. But when you're in that infancy stage, it probably, honestly, She's probably the one with the most charisma on those calls anyway, <laughs> right? I mean, if you go back and listen to like my first few, right? Yeah. You go back and watch anybody's YouTube stuff from the beginning. Like, you remember we had Plush Time Wins on, the, yeah. the claw machine folks? Right. If you go back and watch this, literally the two of them in Denny's and you can barely hear them and they have no energy. And now they're like all over the place, right? It, right. If it wasn't in that infancy stage, if he was six months, a year into this and it was starting to actually show some growth. Okay. Then I think he has a valid point, but I, I think that the two of them, again, communication, the two of them need to just hash this out in a better way rather than it's oh, all yeah. or nothing. Right. Yeah. But, I, I do think that I, again, I think the friend might be a little wrong here and, and just totally writing her off and saying, I get a better mic and come back later. Uh, yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> The, the one friend said, hey, th this ain't right, you know, and, and then said, oh, you'll never make it to anything. That, yeah, see, that's, that's that's the harsh part. That's where she went too far. It's like the coin yeah. thing, right? You were all right. Right. Until you, were you good picked your until weapon you got... of choice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I need to know, what was the consensus on Reddit? Consensus on Reddit? How do you tell? The other one I could tell really easily. Is it upvotes and downvotes? Either that or it would have, uh, like, mine in red says a-hole. Oh, no, mine doesn't have says, that. But if I scroll through, it says, yeah, the problem isn't your friend wanting to have a dream. It's your friend being happy to exclude you over static. Um, yeah. And a lot of people seem to agree with that. And then it swings the other way. And it's like, maybe you should not say that kind of thing like we said. And then some person, another person said, um, um my partner teaches high school students. They have so many stories about kids doing poorly in their classes because they need to get good at a game so they can be YouTube, ch YouTube channel superstars. And they say the same kind no. of thing of don't be worried about the static until you see growth, you know? So, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I do think that the friend was way off her rocker by saying, you'll never make it. Oh, sure. Shut up. You'll, you'll well, making it means it. different things to different people too. Right. I mean, let's be honest. We don't get, a ton of listeners, no. but the listeners we do get, we love. And I yeah. say we made it because we have people that care about us. Yeah. If, if I had people outside of 
Kathy, Virgil, Russell, Blair, Russell. Can't say Amanda Adams because she never listens. <laughs> she downloads but it. She does download it. But the fact that we have people outside of our, our friend group and our family group uh, that listen to us and care about listening to us, I say we made it. Sure. That's making it to me. Well, we have an outlet. We have fun with this. We enjoy yeah. what we do regardless. So, yeah. Even though there there was a period of time uh, two nights ago, we're like, dude, what the crap are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> and that resulted in this. I'm having a good time with this. I, think I we're doing am great. too. This is, this is a fun one. And, <laughs> and to be honest, this all came from me watching a TikTok from some girl that, that she has a, a show just like this. Oh, nice. This is her entire show. She reads through it. You don't have to make your own content. How great is that? I love it. Yeah, I know. It's great. Should we be the Am I the Drama podcast? No. I mean, we still need to have other <laughs> stuff. But this is fun for every now and then. All right. All right. I, have, I have one more. So if you've got one. I've got two more. So Okay. All right. I, 28 female, am pregnant. Am I with, pregante? Sorry. Yes. With I've been pregnant for three months with my husband of three years. We only recently found out, and I thought I could use my brother's incoming wedding to announce it to my close family, as my parents, siblings, and even some cousins will be there. As I said, I thought this was more of a performative event, and I didn't <laughs> think my brother would be upset over my announcement. I actually thought he'd be glad that I chose his party to make my pre pregnancy known. However... He ended up being livid after I revealed my pregnancy and accused me of not being able to make things about myself for this one night of my life. I apologized and said I didn't know he took this event so seriously, but that only angered him and made him kick me and my husband from his party. My husband and my parents agree that my brother overreacted. But my siblings all think that I was self-centered butthole, and I should have given him a proper apology at that time, even though I don't see anything invalid with my first apology. I really don't think he didn't think he'd be that mad about it. Am I the drama? <laughs> I, I, I marvel at. It's like, seriously, how could people, <laughs> the fact I, I would love to have a time machine and rewind back and be a fly on the wall. Oh, wait. Yeah. I would love to have a time machine. There we go. And rewind back to the moment she had that idea. It would be a wonderful idea if I could share this, you know, my, my brother's up there. Sorry. I have to use one more sound. My brother's up there and says his vows, and they walk down the aisle, and then I'm like, I'm pregnant! <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. It's like... <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, my initial apology, my secondary and tertiary apologies are not enough for my family. And it's like, what in the... Well, first off, uh. my brother, or my father and my mother didn't think anything was wrong with it. What the heck is what? wrong with your parents? <laughs> I just... Oh, man. Yes, you're the drama. Yes. So I wonder if there's a little bit of a golden child situation there, too, that, oh, anything she wants to do would be wonderful. Please hijack this man's special day to make it all about you. Why don't you wear white to the wedding while you're at it? 
Wow. Oh, please let this stuff be fake. <laughs> just, oh. Honestly, I hope that it is. Oh, my gosh. Just, it does sound like something somebody I know would do. Man, you know, a lot of this, I, my next one, a lot of this centers around parents. Family drama, man, I tell you. <laughs> so here's the gist. That's what it says. My parents don't like rules or boundaries. They think they have the ultimate say in regards to my children. Example, during the pandemic, doctors diagnosed our little one with celiac. My parents have been following a gluten-free diet for our oldest, so we didn't think anything of them transitioning the little in their home to the diet. Long story short, we found out by my dad's own admission that my parents have been giving her gluten because I only want them to be like me and be sick. And if you take food away for a long time, that's how people develop allergies. We did a timeout. So she literally, we did a timeout from her parents so I could cool off. Then we had a come to Jesus meeting where I laid down the law. They agreed to the rules. Any deviation would result in no more unsupervised visits from the kids. Well, dot, dot, dot. Ten months later, I found out my dad has had a heart attack and has congestive heart failure. They hid it from me for 10 months. Blah, blah, blah. He's fine. They're justified because I wouldn't have let the kids go with my dad and they have a right to see them. He also blamed me for his heart attack. When it was really two to three McDonald's meals every day, 350 pounds, constant sugar intake, blah, blah, blah. I reminded them that one of the criteria during the gluten discussion, the gluten discussion, it sounds like an <laughs> international <laughs> forum. The gluten accord. Gluten. <laughs> my dad's, or there was no, there, we agreed there would be no lying. My dad said it wasn't a lie because you, they just didn't tell us. How can you lie if you don't say anything, right? I mean, omission versus... Um, yeah. I reminded him he raised me that leaving out important facts was lying by omission, and that fits this criteria. <sighs> then there was him saying I was bitter and trying to control him. I put us in another timeout because I needed a break. And then the timeout was over. There would only be supervised visits. He still contacted me each week to see if he was coming to get the, coming to get the girls. I ignored him because, hello, we're in a timeout. Finally, he, he mentions my nephew acting as if something is wrong, only to find out my nephew wants to know when my kids are coming back, whatever. Unexpectedly, in the middle of the timeout, the second timeout, mind you, after the gluten discussion, my husband got a job, and we're moving out of state. Ooh. Ouch on the timing, but this has nothing to do with my parents. It's an unfortunate consequence. Here's the catch. A few weeks before the pandemic started, my husband discussed a possible move out of the country for his job. Excuse me. Out that, of the country? Out of the country for his job. That crumbled when the pandemic hit. However, leading it up to it, my parents were throwing a fit. How could you do that to us? We have rights to see our grandchildren. Family comes first no matter what. You're hurting our children or hurting the children by not letting them have regular access to your entire family. And my favorite, we will sue you for grandparents' rights. I don't want to deal with the accusations. I don't want to deal with the fight. I just want it done and over with. So they told them that the husband got a job over text because they're on a timeout. And that's how they let them know that they were going to be moving and their grandchildren would not be close to them. Are they, is this move out of the country? I don't, it didn't sound like this one was, but I don't know that for a fact, but it sounds like they will be far enough away where <clears throat> visits will not be regular. So that's tough. <sighs> 
The, the specific a. question is the text part. Yeah. Okay. So the text yeah. part. You're the drama. Yeah, You're the drama for sure. The text. That's 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 one to say. Yeah, it's time to come off timeout. This is a big deal. You're take you're 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 hurting your kids. Yeah, you're you're. No matter your strife with your parents, your kids need their grandparents for sure. Um. Yeah, yeah. That's that's bad parenting. Well, and and you have a pattern of bad communication. We didn't tell you about the health stuff. We didn't tell you we were giving your kid gluten. You know, all this kind but, of stuff. And now you're going to perpetuate the communication issues by doing this right. on text. And it's it's just the constant cycle is, I think, what jumps out here, that everybody here seems to be the drama. Yeah. <laughs> like if you roll if the tape a, back, you know. But, um, yeah. This just, is another everybody's at fault. Yeah, exactly. I, I get it. You're mad. You You, you – you need to kind of kind of fill fill it out but uh yeah you're the yeah. drama interestingly enough most of the responses are that they are not hmm most of the responses are i would have cut them after the gluten um cut a lot them. of it is, yeah cut them and then uh, one says, don't tell them until you're settled. If they can wait 10 months to let you know about his health stuff, a few months won't hurt them in return. So a lot of very vindictive answers they are saying they are not. <laughs> like, we can't perpetuate the issue. Yeah. You know? I, the, what you're doing is you are, you're rolling a cycle. Oh, sure. I mean, you're, you're not teaching your kids good communication. It's just another brick in, fact, in the wall. Right. You're teaching them what, not to, you're teaching them what they're going to do to their kids. Yep. And it's just going to continue for generation to generation. Absolutely. So, all right. And just on a good note, Dave, I hope to, we'll see. This is a longer one. In fact, I, I, I've been doing screenshots and I had to do two, two screenshots for this one. Wow. My son 25 and his, his, wait, my son is 25 and my daughter-in-law. So his wife is 25 are taking their daughter, Lila to Disney World for the first week in October. Oh. They are not, however, taking my other granddaughter, Hensley, who is three. My daughter-in-law has always been cold to me and my side of the family. No fights have have taken place, however. I've always gone out of my way to be nice to her because it's it's who my son decided to love. But she just never comes around. Never has, really. In the beginning, I asked my son if we'd done something wrong. He just said, oh, she's shy. There was never any other explanation. I just stopped asking eventually. Well, it seems her coldness tor towards us isn't changing anytime soon, but now it's affecting Hensley. I'm upset. Mm -hmm. There's no reason that she needs to exclude her from this trip or any trips. They're hurting for money, for money to take her. She's a nurse. This is okay. So I, I, I my other granddaughter, meaning is this is my child, my other child's daughter. So their niece. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's no reason that my son and daughter-in-law need to exclude her from this trip or any trips. They aren't hurting for money to take her. She's a nurse and he has a good paying job. And my daughter-in-law's side of the family is going moms and sisters, mom and sisters, and are splitting the expenses of the trip, which only means they have even more money to spare <laughs> to buy little Hensley park tickets. Mm. I tried to be more understanding when Hensley was a baby and hard to travel with. 
They go on an annual beach trip each summer and have never once offered to bring her. But now she's getting older and hearing Lila talk about all these fun things and not understanding why she also can't go to Disney World. I finally lost it on my son about my growing distaste for his wife and her treatment towards Hensley. I've bit my tongue for years, but it's not fair to her. I also told him that he's got a sorry excuse for he's a sorry excuse for a man Oof. to let anyone exclude their own blood the way that they do. And this is I'm his niece. My, sorry. This is his niece. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm at my wits end and I told him if things don't change with Hensley, I will be confronting his wife. He got mad and claims it's not his responsibility to take Kinsley to those places, but that's selfish because he knows Hensley can't go with, uh, without them. I would love to take her to Disney or to the beach myself, but I don't have any money to put towards vacation right now. And neither does her mother, my daughter and her dad doesn't help. Um, if I, her dad doesn't help out at all. Yeah. I don't understand how my son doesn't have more compassion for his niece who is as sweet as can be. Am I the drama for feeling this way? Edit. I know my son and his wife don't actually owe Hensley anything, but she's their family. My son knows how much his sister and Hensley need him. Her father is in jail. He's the only true male role model in her life. He means so much to her, and she doesn't understand why. <clears throat> and it's so sad that she just can't go to these places with him. We're thankful for all that he does do for her, but it's just as painful knowing that they're excluding her from things she'll never get to do otherwise when it wouldn't be any burden on them at all to take her. Am I the drama? I have no words. I'm literally <laughs> I'm out of words. I can't. <laughs> I have no <laughs> I mean, There's okay, so, so much there. That's like a golden corral of family drama. I'll take a scoop of this and I'll take a slice <laughs> of that, please. Wow. So, okay. On one hand, <clears throat> if Hensley was t under three, bring her. Because she's free. Because she would be a friend of Mickey's. But she's three now. You have to pay hundred something dollars a day. Let's assume that they don't have annual passes. How many children does this, does he have? Does he say one, just one? He just has one kid. Okay. Yeah. Um, she's the same age as Hensley and probably brags about it. If they're anything like, if that child is anything like my children. Um, but at the same time, while yes, Hensley wow. looks up to the sun. It's not the son's family that's struggling. It's his family he has to look out for. Yeah. And there in this this goes back to who is your family when you get married and have children? You've been waiting for an end for that. Time. I'm I'm that's I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I. that's a hard one. See, the real problem that I have with the situation, the reason I say that the grandfather figure... Grandmother, whatever, I think. That's grandmother is the drama is because by putting it on him and saying that her dad's in jail, 
your sister, I guess, then made bad decisions of who to be with and now has this child and, and she has to work and all this stuff. By forcing it and saying, you should do this, you've taken all the benevolence out of this and now it's an order. Right. Now it's an expectation. And you've opened the door for the grandmother to be upset, the sister to be upset, and potentially even the little girl to overhear a conversation and be upset. Yep. And you've created a situation that's going to destroy those relationships potentially just because of a bad scenario that it, why not be like, let's pull together. Disney world is a place where families, we don't travel this way, but big groups go, we'll go, they'll go, you go, me and you can go in together for the cost of their thing. Something right. like that. And I know they said money and whatever, but to, to present it that way, it's, it's something we're all going to do. It's not like you should go pick up this girl and drag her around the parks, even though you probably don't really know her that well and foot the bill for everything because daddy's in jail. That's the well, it, horrible so it sa- approach. Horrible it approach. It sounds <laughs> like they are very, it, like she looks up to him is what this says. And good, that's great. So but it, it sounds shouldn't like they, be they her, well daddy's, her, her daddy made bad choices. Now you've got to open up and take all the slack for that. You're the right. only person that could ever do it. It's like that. That's a little weird that it would be presented that way. And I get that she needs a, a male figure in her life and stuff like that, but just the wrong approach all around. Yeah, totally not the right. There's, and there's no way out of it either. If no. he says, yes, he's given into it. Now what's she going to expect next? You should go to private school. She should have this dress. She should wear those shoes. But if you say no to it now, you're just not caring about this poor little girl that looks up to you so much. How could you? Right. Right. You can't win. It's, it's, it's a, it's a guilt trip upon guilt trip upon guilt trip upon guilt trip. The theme of the night. Emotional damage. That's the theme. I mean, (laughs) that's the theme of this topic we've chosen. I wish that we had taken, you know, kept score. Yeah. Yeah. are you the drama or are you not the drama? I think I it's been, did. I think we did what, like six or so. And I think half of them at least have been everybody involved as the drama. Yeah. Now this one, it's <laughs> this not one is not, involved. it's not everybody. No. no, you are the drama. This is perfect because when we post this, I want folks commenting on every one of these in the comments. Do you agree or disagree? My favorite episodes that we do is where we talk stuff where you can yell at us yep. in the car this is one where you guys should be yelling at us. Put it in the comments, and I want to know everybody's thoughts, or we're going to call you out for not doing it and say what's wrong with you. I know. I all right. I know Vance will. I know BK will. I know those two definitely will. TJ will. Will TJ will probably make to do it. Okay. If you're in the listener group, you have no excuse. You know what I, I think our problem is? What's that? Facebook's for old people now. But what are we going to do? <laughs> Twitter's for old people now, too. X. X. Uh, w- Instagram's not really. We can't put it on yeah. Instagram like this. We can't. I don't know. Maybe we should have a, maybe we should have a Slack. Maybe we need a Discord server <laughs> with a static and microphone. We'd have five subscribers, and we'd be YouTube yeah. stars. <laughs> you want to go back on Twitch? No. <laughs> Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> That's actually more like... No! That was that bad. No, God, please, no. <laughs> I love Lamp. <laughs> yeah, Brick killed a guy. <laughs> love it. Oh, y'all. 
he, hey, I, I want to say, Adam, I'm proud of us. Are you? A very, very, very important thing happened to us on Saturday, and we didn't mention it whatsoever. Football? Sports happened. Sports happened. The sports ball is back. <laughs> the footy ball is back. And and we didn't mention it, bring it up once this show. We did. And I'm proud. I'm proud of us. Yeah. It's not sideline warning. So you know who I'm not proud of? Who? LSU and Clemson. <laughs> Especially Clemson. <laughs> never hashtag never Debo. Never Debo. Dabo, Debo, whatever. Dabo. Man. Talk about the bottom falling out of the boat on that one. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Although you're going to have to deal with your Florida State fans now. Oh, they'll they'll lose at some point. Don't worry about it. The ACC is like 106 who they teams play now. In the ACC. Oh, there's Clemson. It's everybody's uh, in the ACC now. ACC huh? is now the All Coast Conference. <laughs> it's literally like if you see the beach, you're in the ACC. <laughs> yeah. Which beach? Eh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Atlantic, Pacific, Canada. We'll take you. Europe. Who cares? <laughs> Wait, is that the Southern Ocean? Come on. <laughs> Did you, speaking of Southern Ocean, yeah, I was helping Ellie study for ge- uh, geography this week, last week. Okay. I was unaware that there was a Southern Ocean now. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I'm not up to speed on my. They're, like, they're, is it part of the added, seven? Because there are seven seas. Is it one well, of those, or did they add one? Is it like Pluto, the Pluto of oceans? They added a new ocean. Oh, uh, let, me, let me see if I can Google when it came in. You think on a flat Earth there'd only be so many oceans, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. When did they start calling it the Southern Ocean? Oh, okay, the Southern Ocean, also known as the Antarctic Ocean. Oh, okay. So we called it the the Antarctic Ocean. Well, now there's no more ice left, so. Right. They don't call it that anymore. <laughs> That's not funny. I shouldn't laugh about global warming. Yeah, you shouldn't sure. laugh about that. Lord, I apologize. Be with the pygmies. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they, they don't call it the Antarctic Ocean anymore. It's now the Southern Ocean. Interesting. Yeah. I, I was like, Ellie, I totally would have missed that question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you smarter Gee, than a third Dad. grade? <laughs> You're going to go on Reddit. So my daughter, I was studying with her. Am I the drama for not knowing (laughs) that they renamed the Antarctic Ocean? Right. Mm. All right, Adam. I think, I think we've, we've taken this far enough. (laughs) No, this was fun. I liked this. I did. I did did too. Hey, and tell you what, if people wanted to, to comment or, or we can start a unrelated birth. Am I the drama hashtag? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) If they wanted to do that, you can go on facebook.com. You can give Unrelated at Birth a like. Share it with five of your friends, please. We know they'll love it. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I mean, come on. Who wouldn't love us? Please. But Facebook.com, Unrelated at Birth. We're also Instagram, Unrelated at Birth. Uh, Twitter, we're at Not Related Bros. And and tell you what, join the Facebook listener group. It's Unrelated at Birth listener group. We have a lot of fun in there. I post my my pre-fire smoking in there. Oh, Wait, gosh. Adam, are you wearing burnt orange? No, this is red. That looks burnt orange to me. It's red, I promise. It's just not crimson. Well, because you know we're playing Texas, who wears burnt it's, orange. It's red. Hang on, is there... I don't have anything I can compare it to. Mickey back there. Hang on. See? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you a pass. Anyway, all right. Come on. So, Come on. Give me a little bit of credit, Dave. Unrelated birth listener group. We have a lot of fun. 
I make fun of Adam a lot. Adam posts ASMR cleaning rug videos. Oh my on nights gosh, I'm man. excited for Ahsoka. That's what I should have talked. Dang it. Oh, well, for next week. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and then uh, also, Adam, if they, uh, they want to tell us how wrong we are about all these drama pieces, how would they do that live? They can call. And by the way, you can call our phone line, which we had an idea come through for, the delivery oh. line. Deliver? Oh, the delivery I like line. that. See? That was, from, okay. that was from the man who submits the questions, Virgil Russell. The delivery, the delivery line. line. So we'll I try like that, that out. You can call the delivery line at 863-345-0088. Give birth to an idea that we can talk on the show. Deliver your hot take. I like it. <laughs> and anything you want to talk about, we will play it 100% as long as they're appropriate of every single voicemail that hits that box gets played on the show. We want to hear your voice. Share some of the things we talked today. Do you agree or disagree with our assessment? Whatever, 863-345-0088. Or if you want to share your own Am I the Drama. Oh, now, I it like that. It be your own experience. Sure. But it could be one that you've read on Reddit and you want to read about. Um, or, or even better. Even if better. If you give us a good cold open, we'll play it as the cold open. I like it. Be part of the show in numerous ways. Numerous ways. Numerous ways. Just numerous. like you're a numismatist. Numismatist. Just don't throw my coins away, please. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, speak, speaking of things that scare you. Yeah. When are you going to Horror Nights? Uh, I think the 22nd. I'm most excited about the roving bands of Megan's. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, I have. Dude. What? What? I need to get, need to get down Yes, there. you do. I, just don't I get I discounted can... tickets. So the, uh, so the 22nd is our free night. We have to go in in September to do the free night for our, for our annual pass. In. Can you just go in in the first week in October and pay for it? Potentially, yeah. If you let me listen, I didn't text you this. I was talking to Blair. If you come down to go to Halloween Horror Nights, I will pay for a ticket to go and go again. You know, I'll be there that that weekend yeah. before our cruise. Yes, I could do not so scary the one night and then do Horror Nights the next yes. night. And you have somewhere to stay. You don't even have to be like, "Hey, man." I could I could go back to Wilderness Lodge. It's perfect. And you can do go it. pick me up on do look, it. And it, it's on the way to Universal for you to just swing. I would just drop you off Wilderness Lodge at three o'clock in the morning, two wheels. Skirt. And then I have to get up to drive to Port <laughs> Canaveral the next day. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Who needs sleep? Right? No sleep till Brooklyn. I love it. Uh, that might be a plan. Okay. So text me, we'll work it out. Yeah. Have, have my, my people, people call your, your people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, Adam. Hey, guys, we love you. Guys and gals, we love you. We thank you so much for listening to us. I, 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 I said it in the middle of the show. If we have 30 people listening that's not our family, it blows my mind that y'all listen to us and, and weekly look forward to listening to us. Um. I posted, you know, that we had some issues last week with Adam and the, the hurricane and multiple people loved it and put the little heart emoji and said, guys, be safe. Yep. That means the world. I mean, if, if two people said, Hey, be safe. The show's not that important. Love your family. 
that means the world to us. So uh, we don't take it lightly. We we truly don't. I, I know it sounds so cliche every time we say it, but we truly do not take this lightly that people take an hour and 20 minutes out of their day to listen to us. Thank y'all so much. And uh, with that, Adam, take him home. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Again, like Dave said, it's our favorite hour of the week. We're glad we get to spend it with you. And remember, we love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Stay safe out there. Be kind to one another. And we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, boy. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>